Now on to our listeners. T3 understands what took place. The night you started listening to wrestling podcasts, you got down on your knees, put your little hands together and said a prayer and it sounded like this. Oh dear God, you see my name's Billy and I just love wrestling podcasts, but there's just one problem. They all absolutely suck. And then at that point, Billy, your house started to shake, the heavens opened up, and God himself spoke to you and said, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. You are absolutely right. They do suck. But there is one thing and one thing only that you can do. You must go find the show that is simply electrifying. You must go find Take Two Takedown. Oh, but God, anybody but take... Know your role and shut your mouth. And then as fear went through your body, tears went down your cheek and piss rolled down your leg. Your house started to shake, the clouds parted and the heavens opened. And what seemed like millions and millions of voices said to you in unison, Jabroni, if you smell what T3 is cooking... Of Take Two Takedown. Whole year. Episode 52. This is crazy, John. Crazy. Crazy. I did not think that we would last two episodes, let alone 52 episodes. Um, I had dreams. Mm -hmm. I had hopes. Yep. Uh, All of which are still dreams and hopes. Still dreams and hopes. Still dreams and hopes. But we've been here for an entire year, and we thank everybody that has been listening to us from either episode one or episode 51. Maybe yeah. you just got on. That's totally fine, too. We accept all comers. All right? If you need to, follow us, if you don't already, at Take2Takedown on Twitter. You can call our hotmail, wish us birthday wishes for our one-year anniversary. Call our what? Our hotmail. Our hotmail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know what? I'm I know I'm an attractive male. You are. But mm-hmm. why don't they call our hotline? Now, I guess we can call it that. Whatever you newfangled kids call it these days. Do you days. want to know what that number is, though? What is that hotline number? Our hotline number is 434-602-1931. Wait. Say it again in your hotline voice. Oh. All right, folks, call into our hotline. That number is 434-602-1931. Operators are standing by. See how much better that is? Yeah, it's pretty cool. So much better. All right, but we are here, like we said, our one-year anniversary. We'll talk about it more when we get to our moment of, because we got some birthday wishes from uh, we people we've met moments. People we've met throughout the year. So, But we have things to talk about. Uh, before we get into those, yes, I do want to say, mm-hmm. it has been a pleasure, my friend. We have fought. Mm-hmm. We have we come have. together. We have we banded. Have. We had a festival of friendship. We did. We, we did. destroyed the bunker. We've moved the bunker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've had special guest stars. We have. We have. We even both went crazy at one point for an episode. Yeah. 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 We channeled our inner Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we had really bad imitations of Vince McMahon. Mm, I don't know if they were really bad. I think they were really good. <laughs> but it's been it's been a good year. I've mm-hmm. had a really good run, and it's been a lot of fun. I agree. I agree. It's been a lot of fun. We knew that this was something that we wanted to do. We knew this is something we would enjoy doing. I just think we're both glad that we enjoy doing it as much as we do. That just us talking about wrestling, that some people somehow in this world actually care 
about what me and you talk about pretty much daily anyway. And we don't have to pay them. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, But let's give the people what they want, John. A lot more of us. A lot more of us. Let's talk ourselves some Raw. <sighs> you know what I got to say about Raw this what week? What do you got to say about Raw this week? It's actually good. It was good. I I liked it. Um, I know we've been on a long string, I feel, of SmackDown being like the better show, the more entertaining show. Mm-hmm. But this week from Raw, last week from Raw, I think we're getting a lot more things coming out of there. Yeah, I... I, I... I liked it. Yeah. Uh, we started with recap of uh, Roman Reigns' speech. Yeah, we got that about four or five we times. We got that about four show. or five times. There uh, was one point where uh, I was doing some intense eye workouts. Right. got the eye sweats. But we'll talk about that. What I like about this opening mm-hmm. is, you know, after we get the recap of Roman, and once again, we said it in last week's show, we'll say it in this week's show, our thoughts and prayers go out to the guy. Of course. Anybody fighting course. something like cancer is just... Devastating. Yeah, and, mm. and we want everyone to know, regardless if you like the character or not, the person, you know, mm. fully support. Yep. So yep. anyway, with that being said, mm-hmm. we get a recap. It starts out, Baron Corbin in the ring with the belt strapped on his shoulder. Yeah. And he says, you know what? This looks good. This looks good. Don't, we want, we, best wishes for you. We want you to get healthy, Roma, but don't come back too soon. Yeah, this looks good on this me. This looks pretty good on me. All right. But then, of course... We have people that are say no, no, no. That belt will look good on me. Um, the beast, the beast, being one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Comes out. It was a another amazing, uh, amazing uh, Craig, promo. To quote one Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. You do your stuff. I'll do my shtick. Yeah. And then he kills Corbin on the mic. Oh, he so does. Killed him. He so does, and it was so beautifully done. That man is is damn good. Yeah. So. Heyman buries him with a mic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then not to be outdone with the beast coming out, mm-hmm. the monster among monsters comes out. Yep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. physically kills Corbin. Yeah, like a whole bunch of times. There was three running power slams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With the last one, Brock is just standing there in like, the corner going, go ahead, go ahead sure, do it, do, do it, it again, do I'm it. liking this. Mm-hmm. But then, oh. Because he's, he's a mean, mean beast. Stinky snake. All right. As soon as that power slam is done, he then takes Strowman, F5s him. It was, it was an okay F5. It was well, one of the best. <laughs> like, F5ing someone like Braun Strowman yeah, is, is like F5ing three other regular-sized wrestlers. Right. All linked together. Yeah. So kudos to him for even being able to get him up and around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm... I wasn't at first, but I'm kind of looking forward to this match. Like, I think he could be like two gods of thunder just going at it. Exactly. So, I think we'll go through this as we go. We have this Crown Jewel event this Friday at noon. Strowman versus Lesnar for the belt, the vacant championship now. Who do you think is going to win this universal belt? Um, I think they're going to wind up putting it on Braun. Uh, I I agree. Turn him face real quick. They're going to put it on him. Uh, He'll be able to carry it through the time. Brock, obviously, nobody wants it on him. Mm -hmm. Like, we want Brock to win, but we don't want Brock to win. Right, right, yeah. And Um, I think you put it on Strowman. This leads into uh, Strowman McIntyre push to, you know, maybe going all the way to WrestleMania or something like that. Yeah, so I see it going on Braun. But uh, the one thing I did take away from this little segment mm-hmm. was it only took one F5 to kill Braun Strowman. Yep. Like, he was out. And it took and three then, to and didn't even kill Roman Reigns. It, and mm-hmm. Baron Corbin was able to walk away from three running power slams. Yeah. Yeah. So, so obviously, the means, power slams are nothing. Well, no. I was going to say that just means 
Baron Corbin is stronger than Braun Strowman. Oh, and Brock you know Lesnar. what? You may be right about that. So we'll see right. what happens. We'll see what happens. We hey, you know it. what was a debacle? What was a debacle, my friend? They had this little show called Evolution. I remember which, it. We discussed it on Monday's episode, our special release. Which, thinking back, was probably one of the best pay-per-views from WWE this entire year. I would say minimum past six months. The debacle of all this is it took them over 22 minutes into a show Mm -hmm. to make one mention of this wonderful historic event. Historic event. The first time ever. All ladies. Pay-per-view. It took 22 minutes when coming back from a commercial before they mention it. And it's just them showing pictures of the event for a while. And then being like, oh, yeah, we had this evolution thing. That was pretty cool, right? Yeah, you guys like that, didn't you? Yeah. Okay, we're going to go All right, back to the menses. We're going to bring you Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. (laughs) Who now is replacing John Cena Cena in the World Cup. Well, because John Cena got some, uh, I don't know, cojones Mm -hmm. and said, you know what? I don't think that's a good idea for me and my career to go to a place like that and support such an event and with all the, you know, world politics that is going on. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And we'll talk about it at SmackDown, but Daniel Bryan did the same thing. Did the exact same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Lashley's going to replace uh, John Cena because of what he does to Finn Balor. Oh, And that just just makes Corbin happy. It just makes Corbin so happy that he beats up Lash. I mean... Technically, Balor got the win mm-hmm. for the match, but, you know, Lashley, because he's just such a mean, mean guy now, fought him afterwards and said, no, I'm just going to keep beating you up. So he just keep beating All up right. Balor. So a few things out of this that, that really kind of bug me. Mm-hmm. Please go. Leo Rush coming out. Yes. Talking trash. He's got to find a better rhythm. He's yes. got to find a better flow. Like, I know it's in him. Yeah. There's a ton of talent there. Mm-hmm. It's just not flowing right. Right, Like, do right. you get that feeling, too? Yeah, it's a... He... I mean, he's always done the laugh, the the my man, you know, that sort of stuff. But his... You're right. His... It's almost like his cadence, his... It's almost like he's not comfortable, so he does the laugh as like a pause to be like, "All right, what am I supposed to say again? What am I supposed to say?" <laughs> and it, and and it's fine, but I mean, it even broke down to the end of the match after Balor wins, and now they're going to make him pay for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Leo's got to slap him. He's like, "Let me slap him." Wait, I don't know what to say. Let me slap him again. Yeah, and he winds up slapping Balor like. Six, seven, eight times, yep. which is fine. It sells everything, but, but it's even like in the slaps, you can feel it was kind of like off rhythm. Yeah. So yeah. I think Leo needs to get a little more comfortable in that. And the last thing that just really bothers me is like, how much are you going to kill Finn Balor? And there, I mean, we talked about this even with the whole Corbin thing. Like, I, I don't get it. Finn Balor is one of those people, especially now with Reigns gone, you, you have this talent that you need to make. Better, you need to make more prominent, and Balor's one of those people. Balor's one of those people you can bring to the top. He should be at the top. He was at the top for a hot minute. Well, yeah, like, I mean, Balor's one of these fan favorites. Exactly. So why are you pushing him down as opposed to building him up? Absolutely. And you know, with that, like you said, now Corbin likes how Lashley handled his business, and he's going to have him replace Cena once again. Another Merkin yep. in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
It's I this World Cup thing in general is just it's a shame. This is it is it it's really a quick is. way to get seven matches into a mm-hmm. house show. It, yeah, that's exactly and, what it is. And I don't necessarily mind it, but don't call it a World Cup. Call it like the Champions Cup. Yeah, or, or something like you that. know, or you right. know, like Sippy Cup. I don't know <laughs> the Sippy Cup tournament. This WWE Sippy Cup. That would be pretty cool. Champion <laughs> gets that in a juice box. That would be pretty cool. All right, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of pretty cool, we had a little throwback homage match from Evolution come up next. Right. We right. had a 10 women tag mm-hmm. where you had the good people against the bad people. It's so pretty you much, had yeah. Trish, Lita, mm-hmm. Banks, Bailey, and Natalia versus the Riot Squad with Crazy Alicia Fox and our favorite bump sponge, Mickey James. Mickey James, yep. And it's still going. Mickey James and Alicia Fox are really fighting for that who's the better bump sponge. But no, overall, it's it's got to be Mickey because Mickey can sell on the other side of it. Alicia all, cannot. All I'm saying is Mickey is the best bunch sponge sponge. Mm-hmm. Alicia is a good bump rag. Like, she can be thrown around. Oh, she around. can be thrown around like nobody's business. But Mickey, like, actually takes and sells yeah. the hits. Mm-hmm. So, you know... I didn't really take anything away from it. We all knew who was going to win. Mm-hmm. Who's going to win this one? This was kind of like a thank you goodbye match for like, for Trish, Trish and, and Lita. Lita. Yep. But mm-hmm. I want to ask you, like, yes, watching them in Evolution, watching them in this match, mm-hmm. um, Lita is working on like about half speed. Yes. Which is fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm impressed with Trish. It looks like she can still go. I think. And if, if she wanted to make something out of this, I think Trish could have a little run here. Well, like, she said that she's interested and she feels like she can. Yeah. So I wonder, like, this is another opportunity for you to take a well-known star, almost mm-hmm. a Bella-esque character. Yep. And, uh, you know, you could see where it goes. You could do something with this. But we're interested. We'll watch Trish. And I'm like, I'm not discounting Lita at all. It's just... Obviously, Lita has done a little more of the aggressive moves mm-hmm. and is now paying the price later in life. No, but I would love to see a you know a Trish versus Ruby Riot, you know, like a one on one thing. Even some of the these other faces, a Trish versus Sasha Banks, like that would be good, you know. So I I hope that this isn't just the she's she's gone after this. I think Lita Lita had her nice little run, you know. Go Lita's, go back and and Lita's you're gonna hurt fun yourself for right? nostalgia pop. Exactly. Trish, I think, could actually come back and have a little, you know, program with one or two wrestlers and actually, you know, it'd be enjoyable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, speaking of enjoyable. Yes. You and I have both gone on record many a time to say how much we enjoy Elias. Uh, yes. He, he is a very uh, popular person in uh, the Craig household. Guess so much so that for our wedding anniversary, mm-hmm. I bought my wife some Elias socks. For your wedding anniversary, did mm-hmm. you ask her who wants to walk with Elias? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did she you said dress she up does. as Elias? No, I wish oh. I could. That would be nice. Oh. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> guess who interrupts Elias this week when he's in the middle of the ring? This week it's nobody. Elias interrupts. <laughs> Elias him, interrupts so. Elias. He said, "I wrote a little song for Baron Corbin for all the wonderful things that he's been going through right now, mm-hmm. and you know what? I'm going to sing it to him right now." Hold on, everybody, right. while I go backstage and find the. Bomb. And I kind of, I kind of like that. I, I did kinda, too. I kind of like that. And I, I knocking the on the door, just singing about how much it sucks to him. Yeah. And and I love the little homage. Like as much as I hate destroying fenders, that felt really good. <laughs> yes, but then he is attacked and stopped by his mortal enemy that he's been fighting this whole time. Jinder Mahal. <laughs> no, what? Huh? 
I don't. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know, uh, so mm-hmm. that happened. Yeah. Uh, and then they had a match. Elias wins. Elias wins. That's good. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like Elias is becoming the, we don't know what to do with this other guy. Let's give him to Elias for a week. We don't know what to do with Cruz. Give him to Elias for a couple weeks. We don't yeah. know what to do with this guy. So Let's give him to Elias for a obviously week. Obviously, they're trying to figure out what to do with Elias. Yeah. They know they have talent there. They know they have fi- uh, fan buy-in. Mm. So they're trying to figure out what to do with him. Um, let's see where it goes. Like Now that you don't have Roman, we need another bearded, long-haired uh, Jack dude to yes. you know, everybody get behind. So speaking of other things that happened, <laughs> there was this triple threat tag match that's, between... That's... The Ascension, Rude and Gable, and AOP. And I would definitely categorize this as part of the show where other things just happened. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. Like, as soon as I saw this, I knew it was just going to be like a beatdown, and the Ascension was not going to win. I knew Ascension was not going to win, and I knew whether they won or lost, AOP was going to beat up everybody at the end of the match. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the only question was, where would Rude and Gable fit in this? Mm-hmm. And they actually win the match. Right. But, um... I kind of half-watched this. This is when I got up to get another drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to the restroom during this yep. match yep. because I knew exactly what was going to happen except for who would win. And I knew it would either be AOP or Rude and Gable. Mm-hmm. So what does this tell us about the Raw Tag Team Division? Still in shambles. Yes. Still yes. struggling. And then, and then I'm shocked because there's actually a commercial at one point uh, where the B team is in a commercial. And it's like, wait, are... Are you still fighting? Where are you guys? No, I was going to ask you about that. How did you feel about the Twizzlers commercial with the B team and Alexa Bliss? Like I don't understand. Where I kind of I mean, I, I liked the commercial. It I was thought funny. it was kind of funny. Yeah. You know? Like, let's get her to join. Come on, Bliss B team. We could do this. But wh- are they fighting still? Where are they? I don't I don't know, but like I said, I think this is just to make teams look strong. The Ascension should be the ultimate competition for AOP, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They are both quality caliber teams, and like the Ascension has just died. Right, right. And I, I guess Connor and Victor are getting paid, but that's, still, that's pretty like, much I think what they worry a about. A lot of yeah. talent right there. Like I remember them in NXT, and they were amazing. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, that seems to be a big theme: is bringing tag teams up from NXT and then just forgetting about them. Let's talk about a couple things because I want to get into the Seth Rollins-Dean Ambrose exchange. Yeah. So, so we had a match with Ziggler, Ziggler. Ziggler. Ziggler and Apollo Crews. Yep. That was the main event, the mm-hmm. end of the show. And um, I got to tell you, you and I have been on record as saying Apollo Crews is an amazing talent that they just don't know what to do with. Yeah. I would love to see him in a full program with Ziggler. Yes. And I would love to see them actually put some heat on Apollo and bring him up. Yeah. He would have been a great person to add into this World Cup. Yeah. That would have been That incredible. would have been great. I think he's somebody you could have seen gone to the semifinals, maybe even the finals of the Raw. But it was a, it, it was a fun match to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, another fun match to watch. And I really liked the intensity put in it was the Lucha House Party versus the Revival. Yeah, exactly. This this was a good match for both sides. You know, I think the Lucha House Party coming out, flying all around, like it, it it's letting people know that, you know, you still should be checking out 205 every once in a while. Like, I mean, it was mostly mm-hmm. the... Um, it was mostly the killing of the Revival. Yes. The, hey, 
Do you guys remember Kalisto? Look how awesome he is. Look how awesome he is. Go watch him on He's on in Wednesdays. the ring 98% yeah. of the time. Yeah. The other 2%, we saw, uh, what's his name? Lynche. Lynche Dorado. Dorado. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lynche Dorado. The Golden Cat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be Gato, Gato Dorado. I don't know. Oh, Lynche is uh, like lion or tiger yes, or something. Yes, exactly. Anyway, Golden yeah, Tiger. He, um, you know, he had a couple spot moves, but that was about that was it. About it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was a quick match, but it was it was entertaining enough. And I think what they're trying to do, like I said, is just get people to watch two hundred five. And they should. Two hundred five is great. Two hundred five is great. They got some good things so, going on over there. But we also had Nia Jax versus Ember Moon. Yeah, and I mean, this was more so to build. Nia Jax up. Mm-hmm. Ember. And, and Tamina to come in and stare her down. Yeah, and... Ember got the the push a little bit, mm-hmm. but they're still building this thing between Tamina and Nia Jax. I think they're just trying to make Nia Jax look like a huge, uh, huge opposition to Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And yeah. the biggest other person you have there is Tamina. Exactly. And that's so at some point they're going to lead this Nia Jax Tamina up to a match, you know, which is well, going to make, I assume, Nia win. And look strong and going yeah, into Rousey fight. You're not going to have the Rousey Jacks fight until December. Yeah. So they're going to do something with Tamina and Nia in you know November mm-hmm. just to sell it and hold us over and to make Nia look bigger and badder or exactly. to suffer a little bit so that it looks plausible that Rousey could beat up somebody twice her size. Exactly. Exactly. Now aside from the Dean and Rollins, which I know we want to wait on, the only other thing that happened we had some more uh, Jurassic Park match. Uh, talk. The dinosaurs were yelling the at each other. The dinosaurs were yelling at each and other. I don't... Velociraptor Shawn Michaels snuck in and kicked him in the head. Yeah, but, like, the whole promo, I think, uh, Undertaker pretty much sold the match where he's like, it's, you know, the end is coming, it's going to take a long time, but mm-hmm. you can't run away from it. I think you predicted the match, Undertaker. It's going to be the last match yes. of Crown Jewel. It's going to take forever. Yes. And we can't hide from it if we're going to no, watch this we pay-per-view. really want to, though. But, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of like the Shawn Michaels running in, mm-hmm. ducking the punch, giving the super kick. Yes, of course. We knew Undertaker was going to pop back up. Mm-hmm. I love the sell on Michaels' face where it's like, oh, my God, what? Who and knew? Triple H was like, you know, no, we need to get out of here now. We don't. We weren't ready for this. Um, the one thing I can't get over mm-hmm. is Shawn Michaels just bald as bald can be. Yeah, well, it is. It's weird. That's weird, and it's... I, I try and get out of it. I try and separate the real world from the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. But all I can think about when I see Kane in the ring is if I lived in Knox County, to be like, that's that's my mayor. That's my mayor that's right my there mayor. wearing red spandex and a mask on TV in right now. I voted wig. for that guy. In a horrible wig. <laughs> In a horrible wig, because they know he doesn't have hair. He ran with no hair. What's what's he standing in the ring for when he should be working on my sewage and traffic? Exactly, exactly. But someone's got to be upset about that. I'm sure we got that. So let's get into the point that you and I were really talking about in Mm. our pre 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 show meeting. Right. The exchange between Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my take from this is is they're really parlaying this into Dean being the bad guy, or they're trying to parlay it into. Dean having a, an emotional moment, and now Seth is going to use it against him. Right, right. I mean, I, I think that's what it would I mean, they didn't even have Dean speak during this. No. He just came out in the audience with looks of, how, how dare you even ask me why I did this. Like, and as he's trying to collect his thoughts, mm. Seth never gave him a chance to speak. No, no. Mm-mm. No. He started, and then he started, Seth starts running after Ambrose into the audience, and Ambrose just walks away. Ambrose says, you know what? Uh, 
F you, I'm going to dip out. Yeah. Because so, as we were talking about in our pre-show, pre-show, pre-show meeting, you can't... I like this angle with Ambrose where they're saying you can't forget what happened three, four years ago. Yeah. Like, that was a big deal. And, and Rollins uh, tipped the hat to it where mm-hmm. he's like, I understand what I did. Yeah. But I thought we got that behind But us. I did it to your face or something like yeah. that. And but when I did it, I came out the next week and told you straight to your face why. Yeah. Why aren't you telling me anything? Mm. And you could see, like, Dean's out there like, well, you know, let me think about how I want to say this. <laughs> right. And Seth's like, that's fine if you don't want to say right. anything. You don't want to talk to me. And, and Dean's like, well, you know. Whatever. And yeah. it's, it's the same thing you and I do. It's just like, you know what? I'm too old. I got too many other things going on in my life to deal with you. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the way I took Dean's yeah, expression. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, yes. And, you know, me being a huge Dean Ambrose fan, I, I kind of look at it as like, you know, I like this. Like, if I don't want Dean just to come out and be like, you know what? You hurt my feelings. That's why I did it. Right, yeah. I want Dean to have an actual reason. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I'm tired of living in your shadow. You guys have put me down. I've always been the other third member of the right, shield. Right, the non-belt holding member. Roman yeah. come up, and mm-hmm. I supported him. You came up. I supported you. Mm-hmm. I was the anchor of the shield. You know, I want Dean to come out and actually say something yeah. where he, you know, when he does tell us why, it's not, you know, it's not because of jealousy. It's not no. because of this. It's because, you know what, look, when we weren't together... I was a world champion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we weren't together, I was an intercontinental champion. Exactly. It seems like every time we're together, you guys need me. Mm-hmm. I don't need you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's exactly the angle they're going to go for. And I so, hope it is. But I hope the it other is. thing this opens up is it leaves the tag belts on Raw open to, open to something. So, who knows? And we were supposed to get some sort of announcement as to what Corbin wanted to do with it, but we never got that. We got no show. announcement. So there's nothing at Crown Jewel with it. I assume maybe it'll come back next week. Maybe we'll start Raw next week with a Ambrose in-ring ex- explanation, but we'll see. I don't know. We shall see. So that ends up Raw. That was Raw. That was Raw. And, and then we get SmackDown. SmackDown was meh. So, like, we there, was about... some, there, was, there was a very good beginning. Yes. <laughs> very good beginning. Um, so I'll give them that because we, as we mentioned with John Cena, Daniel Bryant not going to Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Refusing mm-mm, to go. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Sorry, I can't talk about that. You can't, can't say it. I can't name the country. We've already fended <laughs> off terrorists from last week. <laughs> right. So, well, right. I guess from Monday when you said it. Now we got to fend off a whole new right. army. Uh, Daniel Bryan's not shall not be named. Not is not willing to go to the place that shall not be named. Uh, so him and AJ they're fighting in the ring. This is the match we were supposed it, to get. Right. And I actually ki- kind of enjoyed Shane McMahon coming out. I did. Like, they were coming out. Most of the time when this happens, we say this. and No, no, no. No, this is actually going to be the match. Right. And he was like, and then when we do say it, we're like, all right, this is going to be the main event. Nope. We'll do it right now. Bring out a ref. Let's go. Yeah. Let's fight right now. I kind of like that. They did their championship fight right there. It was a good fight. It was a good match. It was, a really, it was as good as they, we would hope for. They made Daniel Bryan eat. Not. They didn't pin him. Mm-hmm. They didn't have him get disqualified. They made him submit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's big. Yeah, that's and, big. But I liked it. It's like who's going to come out? Nobody assumed Samoa Joe. We all thought he was on the uh, injured reserve. Yes, exactly. But Samoa Joe, Samoa comes, Joe out, comes out, crushes we'll, both of them. Both of them lays them out. All right, and then puts because he basically puts uh, Brian in the hold, and it was just a beautiful thing. I think it was a great way to sort of end it. It was a great way to then lead into Styles Joe, and it's a good thing to do with the belt. And still have an event at Crown Jewel. You know what the best part about all this is? Mm-hmm. 
Wendy. <laughs> oh, that's coming back. It's going to be so great. <coughs> it's going to be Imitating sick. Joe made my throat tickle. Oh. Um, I I will say, though, that if this had happened, if this had gone to Crown Jewel, Brian and Styles, I would have picked them to put the belt on Brian. Really? I think I would have put him to win it. But I understand why they did what they did to make sure they have a match still at the Sandhouse show. I'm okay with this, and I can see the logic in that. Mm -hmm. I just, like, I don't think they have a plan going forward with AJ. Like, once he loses the belt, I don't know where he goes from there. No, exactly. So. Exactly. Um, um, But this leads us into a backstage interview. Yeah, which was kind of interesting. Right. Where Paige is talking to Charlotte, and she asks Charlotte, hey, we need you to captain the SmackDown team. Mm -hmm. And Charlotte says, and I think this is foreshadowing, Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm the right person for that job. Yeah. Why do I think this is foreshadowing, Craig? Why do you? Because when we talked on Monday and Mm -hmm. I said, hey, listen, we need a foil for Ronda Rousey that people can get behind and want to see that fight. Yeah. And I said it was Charlotte, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Charlotte is going to abstain from being the SmackDown captain because she is going to try to petition to go to Raw for another tag run or Mm. title run. Title run. I kind of like the way you're thinking. I like the way you're thinking. I mean, we're going to get another Becky-Charlotte match. Yes. Yes. I'm assuming WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if we don't get that, if we get Survivor Series, we may see a quick turn. Quick turn of Charlotte to Raw to then get a a Rousey-Charlotte match. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, I could definitely see that. I kind of like that. I could definitely see that. Now, Tuesday's episode was on October 30th. Yes. So, therefore, it was near Halloween. Notoriously, we have a trick-or-street fight. (laughs) Trick-or-street fight. We got pumpkins everywhere. We got tables everywhere. We got candy all over the place. And who... Better mm-hmm. than the new day to have a trick or street fight. Exactly against the bar. And I've got to say, I totally smarked out when the new day, one of my favorite tag trios, mm-hmm. comes out as the Brood. Yes, one of my favorite <laughs> tag trios. And I was like, Oh my god, this is so awesome! Uh, and the best part about it was the flame the people in black suits with flashlights i was like this is great the it, campiness and silliness of it all was this exactly was that was the best part was the campiness uh, they're like no we're gonna go for this and look like we made it in our basement yeah <laughs> and i mean so much so that and i know it wasn't in purpose but at the end of the match kofi literally falls off the apron yes <laughs> and it was just like that fit it was perfect it, it was it was good it now, was the match itself, meh. It was but, funny. It was but, what like, it was. Who, yeah. who were you betting on was going to get the pumpkin put on their head? Uh, I mean, I assumed it was going to be Cesaro because that's just what happens to him. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> don't mess up Sheamus's hair. Right. There's right. no pumpkin big enough for the Big Show's head. Exactly. I mm. was going with Xavier was going to wear the pumpkin. Oh, that would be a good choice, too. That would be a good but choice, no, too. No, nobody wore a pumpkin. No, I was really, rather disappointed. And Biggie beat Biggie, Cesaro. Biggie got the win leading into the crown jewel. They're going to have... Uh, this tag team match for the belt, does New Day retain it or does the bar keep it? Well, the bar has I mean, it sorry, right now. The bar keep so, it or does New Day get it? I, you know, right now it's so interchangeable mm-hmm. and it flip-flops so much. You know what? I, you got a 50-50 shot in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's a coin when toss. When we make our picks, and since you asked, I'll probably go with the New Day getting it back. That works because I went with the bar just because. So... Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so no, speaking of just cause, have you ever heard of this guy named Shinsuke Nakamura? Who's that? He's this wrestler. 
They brought up he was really, really popular for a while, and then now he's not. But you can't complain about it. Why not? Because he's got a USA Championship belt. Oh, so he's a champ. He's a champ. So you can't be upset that they're not doing anything with him because he has a belt. What more do you want, WWE fans? They listen to their fans. Yeah, but he had a title match. He had a title match. With, of all people, R-Truth. R-Truth. And R-Truth looked pretty good. R-Truth always looks pretty good but never wins. No, no, uh -uh. uh-uh. Unless it's against The Miz. Sometimes it'll be The Miz. Sometimes everybody meets The Miz. Well, the biz loses to everyone. Um, but Nakamura won. Now, there's there's word of a, uh, if they keep this the way it is, you know, Survivor Series, USA champ versus Intercontinental champ, Nakamura versus Rollins. That would be good. I would love to see that I would match. love to see that match. And I, I hope that that is. I genuinely love to see that, that match. That is something that we will see. And I would love to see that match and they make Nakamura look like Nakamura and not the dick puncher that he was. Exactly. Exactly. If, I can bring, if anybody can bring him back up to what they should be to that in-ring level, it's Rollins. So I want a true Nakamura versus Seth Rollins match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm just going to get this out of the way. Okay, please do. Uh, we get the uh, we get the official announcement that it's going to be Samoa Joe and AJ Styles at mm. Crown Jewel for the belt. Right, right, right. Fine, we're good with that. We knew it was coming. Then we get this thing backstage where uh, McMahon, Shane calls out the four participants from SmackDown mm-hmm. for the uh, the World... Uh, World USA Cup? Men's Cup, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, and he says, hey, listen. Whoever loses to Raw, mm-hmm. out of the four of you that win, whoever loses to Raw, don't plan on coming back. Yeah. yeah. I don't need losers on my show, and I don't want to hear it from my sister. I kind of like that. I like it, too. I it puts like a little that. more on there. It does. It does. So this leads us into a conversation mm-hmm. of, you know, I mean, they had a match. Right, right. So Hardy pins the Miz for the win. But we get to see some Orton RKOs on everyone. On all of them, including so, his then-partner, The Miz. But this leads us to the conversation of the four. Who's the one not coming back? I See, I don't know because I think out of all this, I think the one who's going to make it on the SmackDown side to the finals is going to be The Miz. And I think The Miz is going to win the World Cup. So I don't think that anybody's going to lose to Raw. Okay. Well, let's just say if one did, mm-hmm. the most expendable person you have right now is probably Jeff Hardy. Correct. You know, he is Jeff Hardy, and we like Jeff Hardy, but he can go. You just brought Rey Mysterio back. Right. He's mm-hmm. not going anywhere. No, he's not going anywhere. Randy Orton is going to stay. He's a facet here. Right, and The Miz and just, just like the came Miz. over recently. So, so I, I put it out this way. Like, let's say The Miz goes and loses in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Is Raw so impressed that they bring him back over? Ooh. How does Rey Mysterio fit into anything on Raw? Mm-hmm. How does Randy Orton fit into anything on Raw? They, neither of them do. Neither I'm them just do. saying, out of all four of those, Jeff Hardy is just the most obvious choice. He is. He is the mo- means, if you're going to go for the Raw winning, Jeff Hardy then, yes, would be the SmackDown person, and then he would lose. But I'm going to go for a SmackDown win and say that The Miz wins the World Cup. Right, well, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying... Dolph Ziggler wins the World Cup. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see that. Anyway. Anyway. I left the best for last. I know. You You always do. Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch in-ring promo. Sh- sh- Sorry. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. Please. Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. I love you. Yeah. Okay. Now we can talk. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's in-ring talking about the newly announced match. Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. 
at Survivor Series. Yeah. She's not there to talk. No. She's just there. I'm going to walk into Survivor Series and rip your arm off. Rip your arm off, Rhonda. That's it. I love it. And what we got to remember is this has no real stipulations. No. Nobody's losing a belt. No. Mm-hmm. It's just pride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that we are not going to have a clear winner, that like Charlotte will interfere or we'll get Charlotte running out to interfere on Becky and then somebody from Raw will run out to interfere with Charlotte. Yeah. We'll have yeah. some mass chaos and we won't have an end to the match. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not going to give it yet. It's too so, early. It's yeah. too early on. So I think, and that way both of them still look strong. Yep. Nobody's really a loser. But um, what I'm really liking about Becky mm-hmm. is... They're still force feeding her these heel lines. Yes, and Becky's just delivering them in more of a stone cold mm-hmm. kind of manner, where mm-hmm. it's just like, you don't care. You know, I walked in without the fans. I'll walk out without the fans. I don't care. Yeah. All you need to know is I'm going to Survivor Series and I'm going to rip your arm. I'm going to rip your arm off. God, I love you, Becky. Pretty good. Pretty good. So Pretty much. good. But even with even with that, still think this week at least Raw was the better episode. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, let's get into some other of the things coming out of the WWE Universe. We had Mixed Match Challenge happen again. Yep. Two undefeated teams go in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun Strowman and Ember Moon. Yes. They going. remain undefeated remain because they undefeated. beat Jinder and Alicia Fox. Uh, only point I think that needs to be watched about this, if you go back, if you watch the actual end of the match, the surprise um, eclipse from, a lit, from uh, Ember, Ember Moon onto Alicia Fox. Yeah. Pretty damn good sell from Alicia Fox. Like, full-blown flip a couple times before she falls. So Pretty me, entertaining to watch. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Who's the captain? Uh, Well, he took the hat, so Braun's the captain now. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And then we had the other match of uh, uh, Charlotte Flair, AJ Styles. Right. Against the Rusev days. Yeah, against uh, Family Rusev. Right. And, and uh, obviously... Phenomenal Flair wins. Yeah, so we have two undefeated teams still yeah. undefeated. Mm-hmm. Undefeated. So that was your mixed match challenge. And like we said, fun matches. Yeah, always fun to watch. The it's it's a little more humor involved in it. I, you know, it's a it's a little a little more jovial. Yeah, I, would say. I didn't get to watch NXT. Uh, NXT was good. There was a few good matches and stuff on there. We did have Matt Riddle's debut finally on NXT. Uh, you know, the King of the Bros came out and beat up some jobber. Yeah. Uh, looked good, so I'm sure we're going to see a lot more from him. Um, the only things that really happened that were of importance was they announced a bunch of fights for War Games coming up, their I takeover event. Games. So we got uh, Tomasa Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream <sighs> happening. Uh, we got Aleister Black versus his attacker, Johnny Gargano. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then we have the eight-man match that was announced because it sort of happened at the end with a surprise backstage attack. But we have Undisputed Era, all four of them, versus War Raiders, Ricochet, and Pete Dunne. So that eight match alone is going to be worth watching the War Games if you're not already planning on it. Just yeah. those eight people fighting, I'm going to watch it for. Uh, I'm so. just going to watch it. Yeah. NXT is probably the best WWE product right oh, now. Oh, 100%. So. And their, their events... You know, every time they do these takeover, these war games, whatever, these Saturday night events before they have yeah, big events, they are, I would say, epic. 100% of the time, better than whatever they show on Sunday. Epic. Like, like, insanely better. And the amount of stuff that they have started to steal from NXT and start doing on the main roster, mm-hmm. that just doesn't translate, it's it it's good. So, and, and speaking of stealing, like, 205 Live is a great show. Yes. And, I mean... 
I we don't really need to get into this week's episode. All I want to say is like we're starting to see more of the two hundred five wrestlers come back onto the main card. Yep, yep. I think that's to draw your attention back to the program. And if you're missing two hundred five right now, mm-hmm. you're really missing out on some good wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And we got this whole angle with TJP is basically just trying to unmask every lucha he can. Yeah. So last night he unmasked uh, Grand Malik, Metalik. Is that yes, how you say there, it? Yeah. There you go. Yep, took off his mask and ran away with it. I th- he's like collecting them like scalps or something. It's and weird. he's been wearing them like a necklace. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty funny. So. I gotta like it. Gotta but it's like good it. stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. you got Cedric Alexander in there. You've got, you know... Um, yeah, I mean, uh, they had the Mustafa Ali uh, versus Tony Nese mm-hmm. match last night to decide who was going to go against Buddy Murphy for the belt. Uh, Mustafa Ali ended up winning. But that match between both of them was... Pretty damn good. Mustafa Ali is amazing to he watch. He is really good. He's, he is really good. I, and Tony Nese is just ridiculously strong. Buddy Murphy or Mustafa Ali? I'd probably right now lean towards Buddy Murphy. Yeah, I do like Buddy Murphy. I, I like him a lot, and I like his whole persona a lot. And you know, so I and I think it's going to be good if you go this whole angle, which they seem to be, of Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander versus Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy. Yeah, like, I, I like, like it. that it's, whole it's sort of thing. Really entertaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of entertaining. Speaking of entertaining, we have a little game. We do. We do gorilla position, and we had to bring back our friend from last week or Monday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeff the ref, come back to join us for the second half. And why of gorilla is that? Position. Great? Why did we have to bring him back? Well, because last week Monday, uh, we did the Justice League. My choice. Yes. And we cast the Justice League using wrestling superstars. Past, present, and now. And I felt it only appropriate that because you picked the good guys, mm-hmm. we would cast the bad guys. I like it. I like so it. So we are doing the Legion of Doom. Not to be mistaken with the Road Warriors. No. Mm-mm. But we are doing the Legion of Doom, mm-hmm. the foils to Justice League or Super Friends, however you want to call it out. Yep. And Jeff the Ref was kind enough to come back. Jeff, say hi to the folks. Hello, everyone. Yay! Yay, Jeff! Crowd. All right. So, this is our game, Gorilla Position. Like uh, Craig said, that we cast wrestlers into the positions of the characters that we want to do. So, this is the list of characters I have for you today. The list, please! We'll go one by one. One by one. And because we have a special guest, he gets to go first on all of them. Obviously. Because... Mm -hmm. He is a great supporter of the demigod, John. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, Jeff the Ref. Jeff the Ref. First, probably most important of the Legion of Doom, the leader, Lex Luthor. All right. On my picks, I kind of went a little old school because that's... Wait, did you say you had a theme? What? Semi-old semi school. Craig, do mm-hmm. you have a theme? I do have a theme for most of mine as well, yes. Uh-oh. And I have a theme for mine. What? what? Let's see if our fans can guess who got what theme. Okay, okay. All right. All right, what did you pick, Jeff? Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. I picked the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Ooh, that's a good choice. That's a good, a choice. good one. That's, that's a, a really choice. good one. I can see he's got the funding. Mm-hmm. He's got the maniacalness. Yeah, he's got the that's brains. word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's it's got a the word. brains. It's a word. Uh, he's got the entourage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that I like choice. That. It's good really choice. It's good. good choice. It's a good choice. Craig, who'd yes. you go with? I went with the man behind it all. The man behind the mask. The one who knows everything that's going on. But when it comes down to it, we'll still step up. We'll still fight. Road dog. 
Triple H. Oh, no. <laughs> Triple H is a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. He's running the show. He's, he's running the, the sh- strings right. behind the curtain. But when he needs to, he'll put on that Lexo suit and fight Superman. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So I went kind of the same vein as you. Mm-hmm. Um, the man with the plan, mm-hmm. the face, the voice, the evil, and the bald head. Mm-hmm. I went with Paul Heyman. It was a good choice. It's a good yeah, choice. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. He you runs can, the place. He you runs can see the place. Paul Heyman being that guy. I can. All right. Next, mm-hmm. the foil to our Batman. Yes. Most people would go with the Joker. But he's not actually in the Legion of Doom. No, he's not. No, he's so too crazy. Too crazy. We went with the Riddler. Mm-hmm. So, Jeff, who did you cast in the role of the Riddler? I, again, went old school and picked Mick Foley. Ooh, Ooh I do like this. I do like that. He's got that crazy kind of side to him, but there's mm-hmm. that silent intelligence. Yep, yep. Uh, knowledge of the ring and the mm-hmm. fight. Mm-hmm. Always he even wrote a book. Yeah. Two. Two books. And he has a show, Holy Foley. Holy Foley. He's super smart. So I like that one. Mm-hmm. What do you got there, Craigles? I have the intelligence, the man who doesn't fight unless he needs to. All right, He usually tries to avoid it now, especially nowadays. But he's still got the smarts. Yeah. Ric Flair. Oh, I do like that one. Mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. like that one. All right, so I went a little different with this one. Yes. I went with somebody that I feel could be the enigma, mm-hmm. the the question, the one that you're not really sure is really going to ever, wh- where's this going to go kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I went with Tommy Dreamer. Ooh, that is a good one. I think I'm starting to see what your theme may be. I don't know. I don't know. We'll I don't have know. to get deeper into it. We will. But we yeah, will. Tommy Dreamer. I always loved watching him be it on... You know, WWE, WCW, House of Horrors Wrestling, mm-hmm. everything that Tommy Dreamer does, I love watching him because yep. he is, it's questionable. It's like, you don't know where he's going with no, his next move. No, Mm-mm. You don't know what's going to happen. Exactly, exactly. So, And that's why I like him as the Riddler. Now, let's move on to one of the powerhouses. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to one of the characters that was not only intelligent, but strong as all get out. Exactly. Gorilla Grodd. Mm-hmm. All right. So for this one, because of the strength, that's obvious. But I think Grodd had more kind of a mind control thing. He did, yeah. yeah. He did. And this wrestler just made me think of that, partly because of the attire that is worn. Mm-hmm. Ooh. But I'm going with Scott Steiner. Ooh. Ooh. This is With that awesome. chain mail that he wears over <laughs> yes. his head, it just makes me think of, mm-hmm. I really of the like mind control thing. Crazy people yes. that and now I want to see Gorilla Grodd yeah. with like a bleached out mustache. Yeah. I yeah, like that. That's really good. I like good. that a lot. Mm-hmm. And Craig, what do you have for Gorilla Grodd? For Gorilla Grodd, all right, strong, strength, all right, but also that sort of intelligence that maybe doesn't always come out. You don't assume the intelligence based on the look, but it's there. Batista. I do like it. Mm-hmm. I do like it. All right. See so, if you can try to guess what my theme is at this point. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We may be... <laughs> Going through an evolution? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I, Who knows? I'm just wondering if there's going to be a viper somewhere. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? All right. All right. Well, for me, mm-hmm. for me, um, I went with the strength and the silent cunning. Mm-hmm. I went with the threat. I went with, you know, everything that Gorilla Grodd kind of brings. I brought that into the ring. Rhino. Ooh, that is a good one. That is a good one. Yeah, so I don't know if you know what my theme is so far. I'm, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Every choice warrior you do, yep. I I'm, I'm, think I'm getting. 
Though, I will say, I don't know how much intelligence Rhino has. How about you're going with exactly correct words? <laughs> I like it. Okay. I like it. All right. So after Gorilla Grodd, we need a little more cunning. We need something a little more dark and desperate. We right. need a little more, you know, feel. Right. So we went with Black Manta. Right. The foil to Aquaman. Yes. Mm-hmm. So who do you have in the Black Manta slot? For this slot, I picked Mr. Perfect. Ooh, I Ooh, like I it. Can see that? There's I can that, see that cunning. Yep. Mm-hmm. That 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 because uh, you know, yep. deceiving kind of personality. Exactly. That little bit of darkness that's in there. But there's that 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 pump. That yep. Pride. Exactly. That pride. Because I mean, if you know anything about Black Manta, he feels he's owed everything. Yes. Yeah, so exactly. I, I like right it. now, Jeff the Ref is spot on one hundred percent. Who did you pick? Um, for maybe <laughs> for Black Manta, the pride. <laughs> All right, exactly what you're saying. Of the, they think they are the best. They think they can kill legends, even. Yeah, Randy Orton. Wait, I would have never guessed. Never would have guessed. What that. an amazing choice. <laughs> Who knew? But he is like a slippery eel. Right, he and is. I like it. He is. So I kind of went a little different corner on this um, because Black Manta, especially being in the water, has to be graceful in movement and right. be able to, you know, deliver hard hits and all that. I went. Rob Van Dam. Ooh, that is good. That is good. I especially like your motions that you just did. Yeah, I did the thumb points like he does. Mm -hmm. So I like uh, him. I I miss him. He was one of my favorites that I. I, I, he was fun, but the kid is so broken right now. Oh, man. yeah. No, no he's, he's he's not even fighting in indies. He's, no, he's, he's just he's ponytailing broken. somewhere else. <laughs> yep, signing, we'll see him doing, signing in arenas. That's what he's doing. Yeah, we'll see him doing Tostito commercials with his twin brother. Yep, totally down uh, with that. Totally down with that. Jean-Claude. Jean-Claude. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so we got two more. Mm-hmm. The next one, uh, one of the fun ones, I thought, yes. uh, is Bizarro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Superman, the opposite of Superman. Right, right. So who did you pick for Bizarro there, Jeff the Ref? Craig messed my idea up. Oh, Bizarro, I, what I, did. I had picked you know, Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Okay, so special guest star. You can get special guest I, rules. I will give him special guest rules. We can't use the we same can. wrestler. Mm-hmm. But, Jeff, if you want to use Randy Orton, because I think he's a really good choice, yes. you go ahead. Go ahead with That's Randy Orton. Using. All right, so All right. Randy Orton. I like it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like it. Yep. So for my choice for Bizarro, because obviously, as you can tell from my theme, there's only four people involved in my theme. So there's two more you just got to throw <laughs> so on. we got to just add some people in. I'm going for what is now often considered the Bizarro of my Lex Luthor, the Triple H Bizarro, Dean Ambrose. Really? <laughs> because he just looks so much like him, but different. I would... Somehow the same, yet somehow different. Okay, I get it, I get it, just by appearance Just alone. by appearance alone. Okay. okay, I get it, I get it. Okay, so, um, once again, because I like to keep everything as an example, mm-hmm. I like to keep it correlated, Right. and I like to make it work together. Mm-hmm. So, example, correlated work. That's what yeah, you like. Yeah. Um, so, for my choice for Bizarro, mm-hmm. I went with the Sandman. Ooh, that is a good one. He was just creepy in the ring. It is and creepy. Just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Like the Sandman. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. So, that leads us to our last one. Mm-hmm. The one female that we put in this group. Right. Got to have somebody to go against Wonder Woman. The foil against Wonder Woman would be Cheetah. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm Who stick- did you have, Jeff? Stick with my theme of... Mainly older. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I picked Alita. Ooh, Ooh that is a good I do choice. like Lita. Lita's a good choice. I could see Lita just in a movie. 
like playing Cheetah. Like I, in real life, like right now. I could see her being one of the Amazon princesses. Yeah, I, could, ooh, I don't know why she wasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a bad casting call not getting her in there. I say we make that an issue. You should. Have Lita as a... Hashtag, as a... hashtag Lita the Amazon. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Craig, who did you go with? I went with somebody that as well I would like to see in a movie, and I think she would just be good. I like the quickness of Cheetah, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the uh, the spunk. So I went with Ember Moon. Oh, I do like that a lot. That's mm-hmm. a great choice. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Because I went with a theme, right, and right. I was pretty limited on my choices. You are very ECW limited. was not female heavy. They at all. don't have uh, every choice of women that you would want. Oh, good call. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks. Um, so I went with one of the only ones I remember from ECW. <laughs> Got it. Beulah McGillicuddy. <laughs> the the entourage. The arm candy, she got involved in some of the matches, but she yeah. was cunning and sly and, you know, very Cheetah-esque. Yeah, yeah, I so, can see that. I can see that. I like that was it. was good. So that concludes Gorilla Position for today. That is Gorilla Position uh, for today. Where does this lead us into the next one? Uh, see, this this is now my choice. Yeah. And uh, I think even though next week we will be on Halloween, I want to go for a Halloween theme. Okay. So we are going to cast the Universal Studio Monsters. I like it. Mm-hmm. Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, Mummy. You gotta have a, a female. We'll Bride find of a female. Bride of Frankenstein, or maybe Vampirella. We could throw her in there. Let's do those two. We'll come up with something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Universal Monsters. That's the the theme for next week. All right, I throw this challenge out to you, knowing that you've named five of them. Mm-hmm. Let's do seven. You have to find two more. I got it. Consider it done. All right. So, with that being said, mm-hmm. let's get into something else we find really entertaining, and that's local wrestling. Local wrestling, Right Coast Pro, Strange Events, November 10th out in Delaware. As we've talked about before, it's the night where every match is some sort of strange stipulation. One of their best shows throughout yes. the year, and we love it. We are doing everything we can to get there. Right, right. Uh, we're very important. There are things and yes. stuff. and stuff and... and... Appointments stuff and, and things and uh, and events. Well, speaking of events, anyway, mm-hmm. um, the Beat the Freaks Battle Royale. Beat the Freaks Battle Royale. I believe there are eight people announced so far. Maybe yeah. more coming. I'm looking. Anything called Beat the Freaks, I am just I'm loving. Totally down with. Totally down with. And then we have a tomahawk on a pole match. Tomahawk on a pole match where tomahawk is going against our. Favorite person from one of the beginning episodes, from episode one. Would there be a definition of a ring technician involved? Definition of a ring technician, Harry M. Baldwin, going against Tomahawk, Tomahawk on a pole match. But does this mean Tomahawk himself is actually up on a pole? I hope not. I hope they just mean the actual Tomahawk tool and not the wrestler up on a pole. But I don't know. I don't know. Everything's strange. A strange happenings. Well, you and I, mm-hmm. you and I are big supporters of the Baldwin family. Is this the event where they start turning it around? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, my friend. But speaking of turning it around, mm-hmm. now we get a hair versus beard TLC match. Right. And TLC is not Tabor Louder and Chairs. No, no. What it's, is TLC at this event? It's teeth, loaded glove, and clippers. Yes, because it's hair versus beard. Yuri Gregory versus the now... Left Sir Spalding Savages. Thank God. Cecil Warwin is the children's champion. He fights for the kids. So, because he is our friend and we really support Cecil Warwin, mm-hmm. I'm 100%. 100%. Cecil Warwin keeps the beard. Yes. Gregory's going to lose his hair mm-hmm. and some teeth. And some teeth. 
And he's going to be smacked with a loaded glove. One can only hope. Cecil Warwin is going to win this hands down. Not a problem. And I'm I'm pretty sure I know who you're picking for this next event. The what bull, is the next event? The bull rope match. Yeah, yeah. Cowboy Slade McCoy. He's a cowboy. He's a cowboy. He's good with a bull but rope. But he is not. But he is not. Is not. The, the legendary chick magnet, Mozart Fontaine, which is Mozart one of your Fontaine favorite. Mozart Fontaine is going to, hands down, mm. rope in the cowboy and exactly. win this match. Exactly. We also have one of our favorite followers, the Crazy Kids. Having their tag team championship gauntlet match. Love you, Slim Jam. Love you, Slim Jam. Number 200 in our hearts. In our hearts. Number one in our minds. They have to fight first the Golden Dragon Dynasty. Is that Setsu Ginsu? That's Setsu Ginsu and Brian Prophet. All right, which later on in the night are fighting title for title. Yeah, what the hell? But here, they have to fight as a team against Crazy Kids. Then, if they win, the Crazy Kids have to go against 9 9. 9! Nine, nine. Nine, nine, then, not nine. When they beat them. So eight? May, maybe? They then, don't even know math. They don't no, math good. They, they don't, don't math good. This one. So once the crazy kids gets through their Chinese food, mm-hmm. then they do the not math good kids. Right. Then they, they fight the money on the monarchy. So what you're saying is the crazy kids are going to beat three teams. Yes. Mm-hmm. And remain the champions. 100%. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I don't see why that's not going to happen. Prove me wrong. And then, like you said, we then get the title for title match. Yep. Asetsu Ginsu versus the richest man in Haiti, Brian Prophet. Both known to cheat. Both known to be part of a same tag team. It's going to be. Both known to work with Jason Wilson experience. Exactly. It's going to be intense. How does this work out? I don't know. It's crazy. I I don't don't know. know. I don't know who to play my cards on. I'm going to tell you this. I am just blindly going to say Setsu Ginsu. All right, then I'm just going to have to go with Brian Prophet just just to be a dissenter amongst you. And so far, that's all we know about this. So, But get in on this because get in on this. Strange Make, Happenings mm-hmm. is a fun, fun show. It is. November 10th, buy your tickets, rightcoastpro.com. It's always a good show. It's always a good, cheap entertainment for the family. Bring the, whole, bring the family, bring the kids. And you want some cheap entertainment? Mm-hmm. Let's get into our moment of. Our moment of... It's cheap entertainment for us because it is nothing but a shameless plug. Yep. So we've spent a year together. Yes. And we've had a lot of friends come and go through the show. We have. What I want to do is because Jeff the Ref has been a constant this whole year with us. He has. He has. We want to give him personal live mic time Mm -hmm. to send us a shameless shout out of how wonderful we are. Jeff, go ahead. Take it. You two are amazing. We know. Um, I've yes. enjoyed the time I've spent here. As and you I should. And I thank you for allowing me to be a part of this. You're As more than welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I hope mm-hmm. that more people out there in the podcasting world get to hear. To, to drink, drink in our awesome. To drink mm-hmm. in the awesomeness that is the demigod and the machine. <sighs> Very nice. Well, well, so much love. For so much love. Much like the love that we just beat out of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, we'll put the tasers and the chains away. Right, right. Um, we had a lot of the, the, the friends of the show. Cut. The friends of the show. Our own group of super friends. Yeah. Take a little time out of their busy lives and uh, send us a few little shout outs. Exactly. And we want to share them with you. So here are our one year anniversary shout outs from our This is Mr. Intensity Jerry Baldwin. I just wanted to give a shout out to the Take Two guys on their one year anniversary. Congratulations, gentlemen. It's a huge accomplishment. Thank you for all the love that you give to myself and Rick Coast Pro, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Congrats again, 
and I uh, hope there, there's many more years on the horizon for you guys. Thank you. The following announcement has been paid for by the Wrestling Life Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Ethan from The Wrestling Life. And Liam from The Wrestling Life. And we want to say a very happy first anniversary to the Take Two Takedown. Absolutely, it's a, it's an impressive feat. You know, it's not quite as impressive of our four and a half years that we've been doing our podcast, but it's a, you know, it's a good start. And uh, Craig and John are, are great guys. We, we know Craig uh, from way back, and we've come to know John over the the, the wonderful camaraderie building of uh, wrestling Twitter. And uh, yeah, just just wanted to give a quick shout out uh, from us, the Wrestling Life Podcast, to you, Take Two Takedown, on your one year anniversary. Happy anniversary, fellas. The preceding announcement was paid for by the Wrestling Life Podcast. Follow them at TWL underscore podcast on Twitter. Oh, and congrats to Take Two Takedown on their one-year anniversary. Yo. You're privileged enough to be enjoying the Jason Wilson experience, Mac Daddy Manager of Champions and the connoisseur of all things soothing and righteous. Happy first anniversary to the Take-Two Takedown. Here's hoping that year two is even better, because let's face it, it can't get much worse. And now, a message from the alleged wrestling podcast. For one whole year, we've been imprisoned in the basement of T3 Towers. Our captors have attempted to treat us well by supplying KFC and clean water to drink and bathe in. However, we've been denied beer. It's a humanitarian issue and we need your help. Save us. When we speak up against the T3 regime, we are beaten and made to watch Raw as they shoot their guns in the air. We are frightened and we are still sober. To help secure our release, we need you to please rate Take Two Takedown five stars on iTunes. Follow them on Twitter, and most importantly, congratulate them on their one-year anniversary. They've also requested a helicopter, a step-by-step guide on how to turn one gun into five guns, and an oversized American flag with the word freedom written on it. Also, please listen to the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. We need those ratings and downloads. And most importantly, our children need that tasty, tasty wine. Thank you for your time. Save us. You know, Craig, we are pretty awesome. We are pretty awesome. And we got to thank our friends like The Wrestling Life. Lethan, er, Lethan, Liam and Ethan. Yeah. We have to thank uh, Jason Wilson Experience. Yeah. We have to thank Mr. Intensity himself, Jerry Baldwin. We do love the Baldwins. And the boys from 2-Bit, Alleged Wrestling Podcasts. 
all of you guys, thank you very much. We've had tons of fun this year interacting with all of you, having fun with all of you, and we're glad that we're able to continue this friendship for many years to come. Yeah, it's been a great ride. You and I have been friends for forevers now, mm-hmm. and um, you know, doing this show with you for a year now has been just at sometimes the highlight of my week. <laughs> sometimes but, uh, the highlight, the the only one. <laughs> so we did put out a challenge, you and I. Mm-hmm. By the end of this year, yes, we were going to have a few things. Do you remember right. them? Nope, sure no. don't. We were going to try to interview a professional wrestler. Did that happen? No. Wait, yes. Todd the Cheeseburger. Yep. Professional wrestler on Raw. We saw him. We interviewed him. Check. We were going to completely redecorate the bunker. Did that happen? Uh, well, we destroyed it yeah. during our fight and then had to rebuild. I consider that redecorating. Okay. Did we get pro wrestler bodies? Um, I mean, Bam Bam wait, Bigelow wait. was oh, a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, there was Vader. Kevin Owens is a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. So, I'd say yes. George the Animal Steel? Wrestler. Mankind? Wrestler. Okay, so we're good then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're hitting a thousand right thousand. now. thousand. Mm-hmm. We've hit every mark we've set for ourselves. Do we set new marks for the next year going forward? I feel we should. I feel we should. Um, I challenge you this. Oh, go go for it. I challenge you this. Mm-hmm. Next episode. Next episode. We each come up with three things we will accomplish by episode 104. Six things to accomplish in a year? Three apiece. Oh, my goodness. Think of it this way. You it's have, so hard. You have, like, and I don't math good. Right. Is it, like, four and a half months to accomplish each one? I don't no, know. no. It'd be no. four months. No. It'd be four months. <laughs> I told you I don't math good. I was going to give us an extra month and a half. That would mm-hmm. be 13 and a half months yeah. to get a year's worth of work done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. fine. We'll be fine. All, All right. right. So one of my goals is to learn how to math Learn better. how to math good. No, don't count that. That's just a life goal. Oh. a show goal. Oh. oh, my bad. All right. So we will be here next week, episode 53, with our six goals for year two. All right. All right. Now, moving forward, we have to say thank you to a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. We do it every show, but this year we, this year, this episode, yes. we really, really mean, you know, thanks to all of our friends of the show. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you guys, the listeners that yes. actually enjoy what we say. Yes. I don't know why, but we enjoy talking. So right. thank you. And interacting with us on Twitter, email at our, at our triple T bag at gmail.com. Their new hotline, all of the stuff. By the way, we're by the way, we've gotten some mail that we just haven't gotten into because we have been so busy doing other stuff. Exactly. Exactly. So we're going to start sharing that mail back. Once again. we're done with this, you know, uh, four pay per views in three weeks thing that WWE's doing, been hard. We'll we'll get back into the mailbag. So, um, but first and foremost, we have to promote uh, the parent show. We do. We, we do. have to say uh, thank you to Take Two. You were on this past episode. Yes, I was on Mondays. All right, we've had, in counting this episode now, we have had six days' worth of episodes drop on the Take-Two feed. And I have been on seven of them. Not not possible. No. But you have been on three of them. But I've been on everybody's mind. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, always. I want to say... Always. I want to say... Yes. ...that I'm beating that sneaky snake, Tony, Mm -hmm. and being on more Take-Two shows than he's on. That's very true. That's very true. And he has three shows that feature him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've just been special guest star on three out shows. Out of the six shows, you've been on three of them. Yeah. He's only been on two. Suck it, Tony. Mm-hmm. 
two words for you. <laughs> anyway, yeah. thanks to Take Two. If you guys need any information when it comes to movie, TV shows, comic books, anything that's going down in normal social entertainment world, come to Take Two. Yep. Mm-hmm. Additional to that, we are now the official podcast. We of are. Channel D, uh, DCW50 the official CW affiliate for the D.C. area. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. do a recap show that comes out every Saturday morning going over your favorite episodes. Yep. Uh, you can hear myself and Craig because we do the best show, Riverdale. Obviously. And and Charmed. And Charmed. Mm-hmm. And I want to give the, all of our listeners a heads up that if they're as, you know, teenage girly as we are, mm-hmm. um, you and I are doing a review of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina for our next episode of Take Two that comes out every Tuesday, right? Exactly. Exactly. Because we're also all on top of that show because it's really good, too. It's a really good show. <laughs> all right. Anyway, with that being yeah. said, mm-hmm. please hit us up at our triple T bag at gmail.com. Right. Hit us up on our Twitter at Take Two Takedown and Ooh. our hotline. Our hotline. You can reach <laughs> us at 434 602 1931. That's right, folks. Four three four six zero two one nine three one. Operators are standing by. That means Tony has to do some work. Oh, it's so sexy. Call that number often. Often and every day. Usually and around the midnight hours. You know, I bought you a little gift. You did a little one-year anniversary gift, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. We're wearing them now. We are sweet, mm-hmm. sweet Southside Serpent sweatshirts. Exactly. And if you don't know about the Southside Serpents, you don't know, and you need to get it. You know what I did to get these though. Mm-hmm. I bought them on Amazon. Oh, and how did you get to Amazon? I'm glad you asked, my friend. What mm. I did is I went to the Take Two website. Yes, take2podcast.com. There's this little icon up there that mm-hmm. says Amazon. Yes. I clicked on that. When yes. I clicked on that, it took me right to Amazon. What? I went on Amazon, found what I wanted, paid for what I wanted, did everything I do normally on Amazon, and nothing was added. It oh. was just great stuff. That is beautiful. Got my product. And you know what else we got? Mm. We got a little bit of the Bennies. We did. We did. So please make sure when you are buying your own Southside Serpent gear. So that you could be in the gang like we are. So you could be in the gang like we are. Go to take2podcast.com. Click on the Amazon link. Buy it through there. Get us that little bit of extra something. John, it's been a year of shows. And I love you for it. Yeah, you better. All right. And I think there's only one thing to say as we're leaving here. Peace. Jimmy Chonga. Or chimichangas. I said hot chimichangas. Hot chimichangas. Mm-hmm. I was going to You mean you still, it's been a year. You still got nothing? Still got nothing. Still got nothing. All right. Let's just finish like we had. Start. Peace. Peace. I got it. Thanks for listening. Take, take. And don't forget, I love you, Bobby